0: welcome everybody to another edition of the fxr racing race tech suspension privateer island life pod thank you for listening appreciate it we got another two four austin kozad and garrett hoffman on the show and uh, looking forward to talking to both of those guys about uh, their seasons in nashville and, and new york and more so thank you to the folks from fxr racing they su- support a lot of privateers you can see it out there and uh, also to club mx guys enzo lopes Rocking uh, FXR right now and crushing it. Henry Miller and Michael Hicks, a couple of privateer guys, in FXR racing. Brock Tickle's testing for Cowie. He's an FXR racing guy as well. Uh, Pulpum X thirty is the code to save at FXR Racing dot com. They got casual wear. They got moto stuff. They got fishing stuff. Who knew? I didn't know that till uh, recently. Yeah, the big big fishing company. So if you're a Fisher guy, look at FXR, man, and Moto and Snow, of course, uh, FXRRacing.com. Also, Racetech, Racetech Suspension and Engines, the solitaire guys uh, using Racetech for Moto work. Another, company's, uh, another team's using Racetech for Moto work as well, but we can't talk about it because they've signed an NDA, but they have all the machines to do all the flowing and porting on uh, four-stroke heads. Racetech.com for more information, and for God's sake, get your suspension settled, all right? Please, just do that at least. We'd, we'd appreciate it. Uh, Thank you to the folks at FXR and Racetech. You can get a discount from Racetech as well if you tell them you listen to Pulp. So why not do that? Uh, also, Firepower Parts, Maxis, Namira, Roost MX, Seat Concept, Zools—all on board with us as well. Uh, thank you to the folks at Zools. Uh, looks, and uh, I understand it's really stressful to travel uh, between the flight delays, the long lines, and all that crap. Uh, the last thing anyone wants to deal with is a broken handle, jam zipper, or wonky wheel on on a bag. So, whether you're traveling for work, pleasure, or simply hauling the kids to the never-ending sporting events, uh, we understand at Zools. Uh, what this is like. And they're born from an extensive background in the luggage and moto industry. Pack your passion. Zools. Z-U-L-Z is Zool's bags and uh, everybody over there. Big big connections to the bag industry from back in the day. So, uh, use the Pulp 23 code to save. Pack your passion at Zools. And also, thank you to the folks at Namira as well. For over 20 years, Namira has been pushing the limits of value and reliability in the world of engine components. Whether you're restoring your 80s race bike or rebuilding your 450 motor for Supercross. Namira has what you need, featuring a full line of cast and forged pistons, connecting rods, gasket kits, and coming soon, engine valves and complete cylinders. Follow them on Instagram for giveaways. Big uh, Minnesota company, District 23, Namira. And uh, follow the Namira Invictus Speed Crew this Supercross season as they are the uh, title sponsor. So thanks to those companies. We'll tell you more about the other ones later on in the show. But first, it's Austin Kozad, and then uh, following up with 250SX guy, Garrett Hoffman. Thanks for listening. All right, now as promised on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life, it's a gentleman who uh, we got into the um, Yamaha LCQ race this Friday in Denver and has been a, a long time face at the races, uh, racing the 450 class. Austin Kozad, what's up, man? How are you?
1: What's up. How are you? Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, no, thanks for doing it. Appreciate it. Um, congrats on getting a uh, slot into the uh, into the Yamaha You're LCQ awesome. race again.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I think I barely squeezed in last year and uh this year we started off a little bit rough, so I was uh kind of stressed a little bit, Hope I hope you know get back in the race and kinda pulled off some good races the last half of the season. So uh yeah. Yeah, squeezed in there again, so I'm excited.
0: Yeah, we can thank uh Winterstrom for that. He uh he got yeah. injured and uh A Ray got injured. We needed a couple of guys. Uh and uh you know, I picked uh, uh um Max Miller, who was the first alternate, and then you yourself. So yep. um cool, cool. Good to uh, good to have you back in. How'd it go for you last year?
1: Pretty good. Last year was uh at the uh, the uh um the privateer race or mm-hmm. the whole season?
0: No privateer or, race uh, last year, yeah.
1: I think I got seventeenth or sixteenth, and then I got the uh the guts money seat cover, so that was nice. Nice so, uh, nice. It was definitely uh definitely a wild race. For sure but um uh, we made it through and uh i was just happy to be a part so maybe this year we can uh, put in a little better result
0: yeah yeah we'll uh we'll get you we'll get you uh, uh the, the little more time in the race now it's 10 minutes you know that'll help too. right so yeah um and uh, also too um it's been a uh, like you said an up and down year for you uh to start uh i guess take us through it uh from your end of things and uh and how's how it's how it's been going
1: yeah, so like I said, or like you were saying about Cowie's, uh, you know, just switching to Cowie and um, kind of took me a while to get it set up how I like, kind of like listening to, you know, to other people's advice and this and that. I kind of just had to go to how I know it should be and started doing some testing kind of on my own and um, obviously filled thins out a little bit through the season, but mm-hmm. um, I do believe my... My riding's gotten better. I think results show. Even you know the guys I've been hanging with and qualifying better than have been doing it for a while. So I think uh, I think riding's been better on top of everything. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, about um, I'd say about after Daytona is uh, I think I've made every night show since uh, since then. So um, kind of just turning around and been on a good roll. So, right. Uh,
0: you it, uh, you were Yamaha before, right?
1: Yes, Yamaha last year. I was. Yeah. Did two fifty uh Yamaha my first year in twenty one and then I moved it up to four fifty last year. Yep. Yamaha and then uh yeah, I had to get that Cowie contingency this year. So
0: Oh, okay. So I was gonna ask you the why the switch. It wasn't a dealer thing or, or a sponsorship thing. It was it was looking at contingency.
1: It was sort of all of the above to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was gonna be hard to get the new twenty three. Um, so I knew that would be a difficult route. hmm Um, rode a Cowie, and honestly I loved it. Um I did get a good deal through Cowie through uh, Triangle Cycles in uh, Virginia. Okay, um, so they helped me even on Yamaha. So I got a, a Team Green deal through them, and then uh, kind of all the above. Honestly, the bike is is really awesome. Um, probably the favorite bike I've ever you know ridden, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so that and yeah, contingency is awesome, and uh, price is good on uh, buying bikes. Got to get deals, so kind sure. of all the above. But
0: right. Um, so okay, makes it work. I somebody i i knew i know in the years past it was 300 dollars to make a night show and that's why we see so many cowies out there someone yeah. told me it was 500 now or do you know what it is
1: i as far as i know it's still 300 okay but it, it could be more now i'm not really sure but yeah last time i heard it was either gonna be 300 or more mm-hmm. and they told me it wasn't gonna be less than that so that's the last time i heard but honestly i haven't even looked at My card or anything yet so
0: yeah yeah it makes a difference for sure and that's in case people are listening and wondering why you see so many cowies in the lcqs and and things like that Yeah, about Uh, half of them it's wild
1: you'll look up there it's just green
0: i know right it's it's just uh it's completely covered in green which is good for those guys they're getting bikes out there and people are seeing them you know what i mean um yeah exactly so what do you like about the cowie compared to the yamaha i'm guessing when you got back on the cowie or when you got on the cowie you felt like it was skinnier and, and handled a little better
1: yeah, um, definitely skinnier. Um I I really love my Yamaha, but I just to me it's I'm kinda picky. I kinda notice everything the bike does, which is good and bad. Um, but yeah, I kinda struggle with the balance of the bike on the Yamaha. I never could really get it how I liked it. Um the Cali to me has a lot better front end feel to mm-hmm. me. Um I guess that's that's a big part of my riding. So that honestly like I don't have one complaint about the cali. And um, my dad actually just got the new 23 Yamaha, and I rode it a little bit, and it's it's definitely better. Um, but man, yeah, I'd stay with my Cali all day long. It might be the contingency talking, but uh, <laughs> well, I don't know, man. The, the Cali is awesome. I I really am impressed with it.
0: Listen, dude, there's no way the Cali's got a better motor than that 22 Yamaha. That thing's torquey. No, I will say
1: yeah. that that Yamaha, and it's smoother too. It's mm-hmm. smoother power, and still like still faster. So the yeah. Yamaha, the new Yamaha is definitely impressive, for sure.
0: Yeah, they uh, they they work really well. They 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 have a lot of torque. It's easy. You can be in any kind of gear. The motor's broad. Yeah. It's strong. You know all of that. But I know the goals for the twenty three Yamaha was to make it more Honda and Cowie like, more front end traction yeah. and um, you know, skinnier and more underneath you than sitting in it. You know, so yeah, they, yeah. It definitely
1: definitely turns a lot better. Like I rode it some, um, but like I said, my mm-hmm. dad rode it some, and he was talking about how. It just wants to turn now instead of you having to force it.
0: That <laughs> yeah, that so, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Austin Kozat here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast. Like you said, making night shows now and uh, and the big Yamaha race you're in this weekend as well. What do you do? Uh, so we got two left: Denver and Salt Lake. And then what's the? Uh, how do you make money in the summer? What do you, What do you do? What do you chase after? Uh,
1: sometimes I'll do outdoors. It depends this year. Um, outdoors i'm not the best at mm-hmm. so it's kind of uh, i've made a couple i think i made four or five nationals but yeah i'm not really sure what is on the agenda for uh the summer yet i okay. may try to hit up a, a couple nationals but uh but we'll see try to get through these last two rounds and go from there
0: you're from alabama right so can you can you race locally can you hit some fair races can you do that kind of stuff is there much I out there
1: can. i uh i'm originally from alabama but i actually live in uh thomasville georgia kind oh, okay. of a tallahassee far area now okay. so i'm kind of down here by gpf yep. and all that stuff um but yeah um kind of you know i help my parents with their deal um they're pretty busy in the summer so uh
0: okay
1: yeah we'll see yeah. i kind of always got something going it seems like
0: i'm always curious to how guys like yourself you know i mean look you can make the Cowie Continuity for the night show and then the lcqs you can make another thousand bucks and and you can get yourself around and, and make a little bit of money chasing the 450 supercross stuff but then yeah once this, the 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 race ends i'm always curious on how you guys keep getting by i mean some guys grab jobs right and some guys yeah, chase exactly. chase fair races or or chase local races because nationals are tough man expensive mm-hmm. and not a lot of money so
1: yeah you don't uh yeah i pretty much did some nationals just to say i did them i wasn't really planning on uh, making mm-hmm. it a career type thing so they're 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 fun. Mm-hmm. The accomplish factor when you're done with it is yeah. good, but other than that, your your stomach's tore up. You're sick. <laughs> you're getting. You're like getting heat flashes. It's it's yeah. not worth the like three hundred bucks a moto you make. So,
0: um, have you noticed the increased purse this year? Have you? It really helps out the the guys. They put... I have. Yeah, yeah
1: that's uh, that's nice. Yeah, for put... sure. I think it it's even. Uh, I think it's like twelve fifty <laughs> from twenty second to like fourteenth or thirteenth. Uh huh. And then um, in Seattle this year, I got I think 11th or 12th in the LCQ, and that bumped up to like 1500. So yeah. yeah, it's pretty decent.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely better. There's more, better more money outdoors too as well coming. I, don't, I haven't seen the structure yet, but uh, yeah, yeah, I believe there's going to be more money coming for outdoors. So that's always a good thing. And then we have those SMX races and, and all of that. So um, yeah, your TPJ right? Um, yep. So Teddy Parks uh, program. How, how's that working out for you? How how do you like that? How does it how does it all come together for you?
1: Good. It's a it's a huge blessing to get all to the to the races. It's a little bit easier. I still obviously have to you know pay my own way to get there, but most of the time I can uh, fly to the races and stuff, so that's nice. But I uh, I started with him my first year professionally in the outdoor series. I did some races with him, and then um, last year I did supercross with him, and then this year I did supercross. So yeah, Ted's a Ted's an awesome dude. He definitely uh, does the best he can for us all.
0: I've talked to different privateers about the program. Now, obviously, you pay Teddy uh, one rate uh, for all year, and he yep. he shows up and unloads your bike, gives you a place to pit, and and then you can work on your skills back home during the week, and like you said, fly mm-hmm. to the races or drive to the ones or whatever, and he's got a yep. place for you. He's got sponsors for you. Um, have you ever done the math on, on, on doing it yourself or, or paying Ted, or have you ever sat down and, and crunched the numbers, and obviously, it's way more inconvenient to do... Like what Starling's doing or these other guys. Yeah. But, um, you know, maybe sometimes it's cheaper. Have you, have you, do you weigh that out much or what what appeals to you I about have, TPJ? I have a
1: little bit. Um, this year I've got a, a pretty good deal going with him. Um, so, I, honestly, I don't think I could drive to all the races for what, you know, I I pay him. Mm-hmm. So, I do think, you know, I, like I said, this is my third year, so I'm still learning the ins and outs and what. What to do to get by and stuff, but I do think it's a it's a good deal. I don't really see, like I said, I don't see how I could get to all the races. Sure, um, you know, any cheaper necessarily? Like I said, still have to get there myself too. But yep, uh, I, I I mean I think it's an awesome awesome deal so far.
0: Yeah, and Teddy is it, it works. What's the craziest thing Teddy said to you?
1: Goodness, I don't know. It seems like he <laughs> says the same like five lines every weekend. <laughs> Um, I'm like, yeah, I, I
0: think you said that before. Yeah, I got like, it. Yeah, he's got, got it, Ted. He's got his,
1: he's got his same uh, routine every week. So yeah, he always tells me he's like, you know, there's 40 champions in in football, so don't be upset if you're top 40 because you know you're one of the guys. He's like, there's only one champion in motocross. I'm like, yeah, unfortunately, that's how it works. But
0: <laughs> yeah, love it. It's great. You should start documenting this stuff. We could do like a Teddy Parks. Uh, motivational book or something you exactly know? yeah uh there'd
1: be some good ones
0: yeah for sure uh and then uh is that your girlfriend that you that you, comes to the races with you
1: it is yeah. yeah she's come to to most of the races and she uh she's the bike holder yeah um so uh yeah she does a she does a good job but uh i have a couple races um had some other buddies help me out mm-hmm. and she has a you know she has to make the money too, so yeah, she has a job at home, but uh okay, but yeah, she's at most of them, so yeah she's awesome she uh she uh what for her i you know I need somebody there to help me, so it's it's awesome,
0: yeah, that's awesome so she can she do anything on the bike can she help you out can she you know uh chip in and and make life easier for you
1: a little bit um she she can do the whole shot device if we're on outdoors. Oh, okay. But oh. yeah. Supercross, it's a little bit too difficult. Sometimes it takes two grown men to get super cross <laughs> <laughs>
0: suspension I know. Hey, down. Trust me, man, I was setting somebody else's at the track and I couldn't do it. They were they were I was disgusted yeah. with myself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, she uh, you know, clean helmets and goggles yeah. and all that good stuff. But
0: Oh good. That's that's awesome. Yeah. And then and yeah. so, sometimes buddies go with you?
1: Yep exactly
0: what uh i'm guessing i'm guessing new jersey was the gnarliest race for you this year just in terms of work and effort and cleanup and all of that
1: yeah well thankfully i was done before the rain came down um because i was in the lc oh so yeah
0: was, duh, right sorry yeah forgot about that yeah so, all uh,
1: right thankfully because if not i don't even Dude. think there was any bike wash set up there so i would have been in trouble
0: yeah um, um all right well then let's let's go with this what was the toughest race for you all year
1: um man new jersey was pretty gnarly yeah in practice um seattle is always pretty gnarly Mm -hmm. indy was in was pretty gnarly too indy's always good but uh to be honest like those are kind of my favorite style tracks i'm usually a little bit better when it's a little bit technical and rutted and slower okay kind of slow things down a little bit so that's honestly those are my three best races the whole season was the tougher ones so uh but yeah, those are those are good. Seattle has always been one of my favorite um, style tracks. The city's awesome. But yeah, uh, yeah, those those are the three. Indy was definitely I feel like a little more rutted mm-hmm. even than usual this year. So yeah. uh, you're definitely picking your your lines. You know, it's pretty gnarly the first uh, or the last practices when we're out there. So uh, and uh, it's it's even gnarlier too when you're having to you know get around slower guys on their slow laps and everybody you're, you're always just like a puzzle out there mm-hmm. but yeah it's pretty, pretty gnarly
0: yeah i bet uh what what made you um what made you go down to uh tallahassee area just just better riding or woodrow's gpf or what made you go down there
1: yeah pretty much just better riding there's no really where to to do anything that i want to be doing in alabama there's no super cross tracks there or any sort of thing like that mm-hmm. so yeah just kind of better weather better riding better area kind of yeah.
0: Where do you where do you stay when you're there?
1: Uh, we have a house down here. Oh, okay. So, oh, so you're there permanently? Yeah, Got it.
0: All right.
1: Yeah, we're uh, kind right of right on the Florida Georgia line down here. So
0: where do you ride at?
1: Um, to be honest, I don't train anywhere for Supercross because everywhere is just so expensive. Okay. Um GPF a little bit, but they don't have a Supercross track anymore right now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times I would make the trek to WW Ranch in Jacksonville. They yep. have a Supercross track there um I mean, that's where carnell kind of i think carnell's
0: do. been based out of there a little bit
1: he has i read yeah. with him a couple times there um so yeah that's kind of wherever i can get by i don't get a whole lot of time on like legit supercross before the uh season starts but
0: so what's that season, like for you yeah. jeez man i'm surprised like that's that's pretty gnarly yeah
1: yeah it, it is a little gnarly um to be honest when i think about it i'm like man i don't even get like on a real supercross track before <laughs> the, the. maybe that's why it takes me half of the season to get going
0: yeah really um, right jeez but, um and then uh and so where do you ride out there for outdoors do you, do you where do you go uh
1: gpf a lot of times okay and we have um a lot of private places too yeah So and then
0: uh the the cat bought gpf or something is what i hear yeah yeah
1: that's what i hear yeah so he's saying um he's gonna have a couple supercross tracks out there so that'll be nice
0: yeah yeah no doubt right um, that's, a that's a good, a good spot to be, uh, lots of things going on and you can, you can have different tracks, like you said. Um, Alabama, uh, Clark Styles is the only other motocrosser I can think of. Oh, Heath Harrison. That's the only other yeah. guys I can think of from Alabama.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, not very many from there. So yeah, it's cool.
0: What about the, so Styles? uh, I don't think he does it anymore, but he worked for Dunlop forever, right? Um, can you go ride yeah. the Dunlop facility? Ever done that? Or where's that from where you live? Or do you know anything about it?
1: I, uh, I haven't, but I know about it. Um, I think it's in Huntsville, yeah. Alabama. I'm not sure if he lets you know people out there or not, but um, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, I think uh, I think Jesse Wentland works for does that job now.
0: Oh, that's right. I did hear that. Yeah, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. So yeah, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Though. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do you know Styles at all, Clark Styles?
1: I. A little bit. I know okay. my dad knows him uh, pretty yeah. decent, but I don't know him too well.
0: Yeah, he was a good rider. He had a good good, good yeah. career. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, Austin Kozat on the uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. I want to thank the folks at Firepower Parts. They got oil. They got batteries. They got chains now as well. Firepowerparts.com. Check out your local dealer at motorsport.com for more information on that. And they got the featherweight lithium batteries. A lot of privateers using Firepower stuff. Uh, ben LeMay... Uh, Also, running Firepower products in Colorado and at Supercrosses and Motocrosses over the years. Great chains. Uh, Our guy Cade and A-Ray using it. Firepowerparts.com. Thank you to those guys for coming on board, as well as Seat Concepts. Code is x 23 at SeatConcepts.com. Whether you're hitting the motocross track, gearing up for a trek across the country, Seat Concepts has a seat for you. And the code is 23 As I say, uh, they offer a wide variety of seat options, from stylish replacement covers to complete seats, as well as various height and width profiles. Each seat incorporates a proprietary foam formulation that is designed to provide unmatched support. An impact dampening to the rider. Thank you, Seat Concepts. Use the code and uh, and save. Austin Kozad here um, on the uh, Privateer Island show. So you wear and fly. Is that a TPJ thing, or do, do you? Is it something that they get you? He gets you support through that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is a TPJ thing. Okay. Um, uh, Jesse has been good there. He's awesome, dude.
0: And then what else? Who else is helping you out, sponsor wise?
1: I got, uh, like I said, Triangle Cycles. Um, from Virginia helped me with uh you know bikes and all that. Uh yeah, I got a bunch of personal sponsors. Uh JC Holmes, he's a uh home management, uh rebuild homes and stuff. So he's been huge for me just as a personal sponsor.
0: Okay. And where uh, is that in is that by you or in Alabama or what what is No, that,
1: that is uh I think he's in Carolina. Oh, okay. One of the Carolinas. So right. just uh yeah, kinda started out helping me. I got a you know a lot of personal friends that have some businesses that keep me going.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh but yeah, um How
0: do you meet that guy like the home guy? How do you, how does that come together?
1: Um uh, through social media actually. Yeah. I think he kind of he say he's been watching me a little bit and okay. um you yeah, kind of reached out and just wanted to find somebody to help, so. Oh, cool. Uh yeah, it's been awesome and uh, A lot of uh uh in the in the motocross industries too, a lot of, you know, People still helping me out. Dunlop has always been good to me. FMF and uh guts Racing, seat covers has always been good. Uh, got a good deal with them this year and um yeah, a couple of those guys like that. So everybody just kinda keeping me going. Everybody
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Going. Um what do you like for do what do you do for training? What uh what, what do you like to do off the bike?
1: Uh road biking probably is uh Yeah the best. I'll do some gym work, but uh during the season it's hard to kinda do get all that going but i try to like do a lot of that before the season starts mm-hmm. but uh biggest thing just try to be on the bike the best i can and then yeah. focus on recovery and all that during the season but
0: dude i think you, you i think you got to get on some supercross track more I, I, if I if, I if i was your if i was your life coach i'd be like hey kozad spend some money and ride some supercross i don't know exactly. yeah
1: i know i went to south of the border they actually had a great okay. program for privateers this year i went there for like two weeks Okay. Uh, in november and december before the season started and kind of just rode like a ton of hours mm-hmm. <laughs> in like the week i could be there um but yeah that was awesome so
0: yeah that's awesome um yeah. who would uh who'd you grow up racing against who are some of your comp- contemporaries as far as you know amateur stuff and, and local local pro stuff and coming up like who uh who's in your group
1: um well i didn't even really start racing until i was 13 so um Kinda of got a late start. So I don't okay. I don't really say there was I never really even raced a lot local either. Um I kinda of been around the races, you know, a lot growing up, but yeah, I kinda of got a lot, late start, so I wouldn't really say I had like a big uh group or rivalry or anything like that. Did you go to Loretta's? Like, oh. Did you go to Loretta's? I did. I okay. went to Loretta's seven times I think. Okay. Um yeah, quite a few times in B class and then uh mm-hmm. one year in A class and then went pro, so yeah, it's always a good time for sure.
0: Late start for you? What uh, what happened? How'd you get? Did, were your parents not letting you do it, or did you have to? Were you into the baseball or something, or what was with the late start?
1: I raced BMX for a little bit. Okay, uh, kind of was big, big in the bicycles when I was younger. Um, but yeah, I just I, I just didn't really wasn't really into it. You mm-hmm. know, I kind of around it a lot, but I guess you see the dangerous side of it. And as a kid, I guess I was a little bit more scared to try stuff and uh yeah i just didn't really want to do it mm-hmm. you know it kind of took me a while to actually decide so yeah i started about 13 and didn't really even get super serious until i was about 16 17 so definitely kind of a late bloomer but uh yeah but it's good it keeps me going i still think there's a huge upside so right yeah We'll see.
0: yeah that's uh it's definitely tough to compete uh when you get started that late but yeah i mean Hey,
1: yeah. It know. it's wild to see like guys that I'm racing now who's been really racing Supercross longer than I've even been racing in general. So
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's,
1: it's like kinda, chiz. it's kind of wild. Yeah. yeah, you see people on TV, you know, when you're a kid and you're like racing them now, it's 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 a cool feeling.
0: Is but, there uh a, is there like a guy uh a guy that's better than you, a factory guy or you know, a, this, or somebody else that you kind of admire you look up to you're friends with or you can lean on for help or advice or anything like that yeah are you are you buddies with any of these guys
1: uh not a ton i am pretty good friends with jism um mm-hmm. we're good friend family friends with him uh okay. so yeah, he's always pretty good for advice um don't talk to him as much now that i'm in 450s yeah. um but uh, when i was in 250 the first year he was a huge guidance for me
0: oh that's cool yeah um,
1: helping me out every week we kind of Hung around him and you know went to dinner with him a lot and we're still really good friends with him. So uh, yeah, he's a I know he's always super super good with advice and he's been doing it a while. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, it's pretty awesome.
0: It's it's funny he's been trying to get in this Yamaha race. You know? Oh yeah, I've I, seen it, dude. It's just ridiculous. It was just like I'm like just stop it, stop it. Uh, he uh, Gary too. Gary Bear is all over it every weekend. Oh, Gary man. Bear's like when do. When do I need to bring the bike down? I'm just like, no, Gary, yeah. it's not happening. It's, it's it's over. Gary's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah, he he's a piece of work, man. He's great. So, yeah. Like, um, uh, it's it's he's harassing me a big time. So, um, so I wanted to run the I, I did this on my pulp show last night with Cade and uh, Daniel Blair, who was in here. But uh, I want to run this by you, see what you think. I kind of I'm I'm kind of already decided, Cozad. So you may not um change my mind, but here's what I think we're gonna do. <laughs> So I'm putting you in the place of Winterstrom, right, In uh, as far as wherever he finished. That's where you are. Yep. And uh, we're going to do gate picks four different ways. Uh, so Marquette wins the title, the, the point standings, right? He got the most points right. during the year. And I'm going to have him draw ping pong balls out of a hat. And there's going to be four ping pong balls in there with four different start uh, ways that you guys are going to start. Um, one, ping pong ball will just be – to so he gets first pick, and then the wild cards get uh, last pick, right? And that's Mm -hmm. just normal. One of them is going to be completely inverted. Wild cards are going to get the first gate picks, and and Mark K gets the last gate pick. One of them is going to be we're drawing clothespins out of a hat like we did last year. Um, and I'm gonna mark them this time, so there's no selling of clothespins either. So uh,
1: that was my next question: Are, are we allowing that this year? Because I, I had some, I had some big offers last year. I'm not gonna drop any names. Okay. I, <laughs> I had like a third. I had, th- of course, me. I was like, I don't want first gate pick. I'm, you know, nervous to be out there. And of course, I get like second or third. Oh, gate you pick, did
0: really? So yeah, I'm, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm right in the middle, of everybody. And yeah, I had some people offer me some money, but yeah. I uh I oh, man I almost actually had the whole shot but I ran into Morans and kind of got shuffled back but I sent oh. it in there the best I could. I was like I got one opportunity. So, so
0: how close did you come to selling it? Did you think about yeah. Did you?
1: <laughs> I was close tip, I was like ah, I got to <laughs> at least try. I got to get
0: game. <laughs> uh so we're going to we and one ping pong ball will be close pins and no selling, right? Um and, yep, and then uh uh the final one will be 1 to 11 reversed. So Marquier would get eleventh pick and the eleventh pick would get first pick, and, and then the and then twelve to twenty two is reversed as well. So that is going to be the four ways that we are gonna start this weekend. And Marquier is gonna determine the uh the outcome of this. So um what's your thoughts?
1: I like it. It'd be different. Yeah. Definitely different for sure.
0: And if it goes badly, everyone just yells at Chase Marquier. It's great.
1: There you go.
0: Right? Uh, that ain't
1: going
0: to be your fault. So. No, no, exactly not, right? Uh, also, hey, I want to thank the folks at Maxis Tires, uh, MXSTs developed by McGrath, used by A Ray. UTV stuff is fantastic. I'm not a UTV guy at all, but I guess the Maxis Tires are great. Minions, uh, they're mountain bike tires. Uh, they work really well, of course, as, uh, as well. That's what I use out here. Maxis.com for more information on that. And we thank those guys for the support of this uh, Privateer Island Life podcast. Um, it's uh, really grateful that they're across the board helping us. And Austin Kozad here, the uh, the uh, rider in the LCQ week this weekend and uh, trying to get closer and closer to the main for the last two. Um, hey, when you – we talked about some of the, the, the things that are happening in the championship with Sexton and Tomac and all of this uh, coming up, this two races. Let me ask you, though, Kozad, do you notice it as a rider, the altitude? Do, and, and all that, do you notice it at these two races?
1: I do, yeah, especially um, probably, you know, even on a 450, uh, you notice the difference in the bike, but even physically, too, it's definitely a little harder to breathe. Um, I always feel like, for some reason, Salt Lake's a little bit worse than Denver. I don't, yeah. know, don't know why.
0: Yeah, because Denver's uh, higher, right? I think Denver's yeah, higher.
1: Okay, I, I think so, yeah. So Denver, yeah, is not too bad, but Salt Lake, you you can definitely – no, it's it the first year I went there on two fifty man it was it was hard to ride on that two fifty,
0: yeah, really um, right, yeah,
1: getting those rhythms and stuff is definitely that's the first time I ever went in altitude, so yeah, it was definitely it was kind of a shock, but um did, well, yeah, it's definitely different.
0: Did you make the jump up from two fifties just for financial reasons and purse money reasons and all of that,
1: yeah, pretty much you know, I wouldn't mind trying to go back again one day after mm-hmm. you know get a little bit more experience, but yeah. I kind of rode a 450 a lot of my amateur career just because it was cheaper, mm-hmm. and um, I I just I'm not you know the way I kind of ride the bike it's I'm a lot better on a 450 and I'm a good you know I'm six one so I'm a little bit taller guy, mm-hmm. um, so yeah it was just kind of all of the above really um, just jumped on a 450 and I was comfortable right away on supercross so I was like heck this is this is where I kind of want to be. Eventually, just go ahead and go yeah. there and be there long term. But um, yeah, I wouldn't mind maybe going back to two fifty again one day just to maybe have a little bit better chance of making some mains. But for now, this is uh, this is what I enjoy doing. So we'll we'll see. But
0: what uh, what do you need to work on? What's your weakness? What do you what do you think you uh, if you could uh, you know get better at one area? Is there something that stands out?
1: Um, definitely just being a little bit more aggressive and knowing. Um, that I kind of belong up there I've had some good races this year, and I can kinda of see a little bit of the light in the end of the tunnel kind of running with those top guys. It's just uh just gotta kind of keep getting out of my comfort zone and uh biggest thing obviously the whoops um this year I've kind of started to get more of the rhythms down
0: mm-hmm.
1: and doing a lot of the bigger rhythms uh um, more consistent that's a huge thing, just getting the timing down and the comfort of it. Thing is in a four fifty two is you can grab a handful and go too far. So it, it's a lot of timing involved. But yeah, just those couple things would would definitely help out. But uh it's definitely I've seen some progress. So uh
0: good. Yeah. Um are you so we had Chiz on here and he practices with Kenny and Sexton at um at uh big um uh, what the hell's it called now? Jason Baker's place. I forget what it's Sandbox. called. Sandbox. Sandbox, that's it. Uh and he was just like he's like, Yeah, I like at this point, Chiz is an older guy and he kind of gets it. It doesn't depress him, but he's like, "Oh my god!" He goes Sexton during the week; it's just unreal, faster than Kenny, right? And then you see him on the weekends, and he's just um, just blown away by it. Although he says it doesn't bother him. Uh, you, yep. as a racer, I mean, you haven't made any mains, but you certainly have watched Sexton a lot. You're on the same track with him, uh, uh, watching the obstacles, watching what he does. Is it? Do you just shake your head sometimes and just be like, you know, like fuck my life? Like how am I gonna how am I gonna get to that level?
1: Yeah, it's. It's pretty cool to watch him ride. He, uh, I don't think there's anybody that uses his legs as much as him. Like mm-hmm. you know, it, him and the Lawrence brothers, they ride similar, but nobody really soaks up the rhythms as be, you know as good as Sexton does with his legs. And he's definitely something I. He's a cool dude. We'll talk sometimes, mm-hmm. and um, he's you know I think it's awesome that you know he'll still talk to some guys like us. Um,
0: yeah, he's really really nice guy. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: he's, he's awesome. So, yeah, he's uh, definitely something I try to cop during the week to work on. Um, but, yeah, I don't think he really does much wrong. No, um, it's – it's besides, you know, it's crash up. every once in a while, but that's, yeah. that'll, he'll get over that eventually. But, yeah, uh,
0: no, and you're right. It, it's so much work, too, to ride the way he does, right, strength-wise.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could just imagine his core and uh, leg strength pretty pretty
0: gnarly right it's just yeah it's got to be just nuts i i think hurlings rides like him too maybe not hurlings post-injury but peak Mm hurlings was was a big leg guy too tomac is too when tomac's on it right yeah Mm -hmm. so (laughs) yeah uh it's 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 got to be uh i mean again you're just like a mortal trying to race these guys and you watch them and you're like how is that the same bike and track and everything that i'm on so
1: i know it's
0: (laughs) it's wild yeah uh and and also for some of our fans uh, listeners that we've done this podcast with um shout out to you guys trying to trying to get qualifying times in the C practice and how that track is It's gnarly
1: man like I said <laughs> I, I, sometimes I would rather ride something like that than a wide open track but it's still gnarly like it's uh, it definitely makes you a better rider yeah um I think in the long run but if uh yeah, some of the 250 guys that will move up one weekend and, and go out there on an early tractor. are like, man, I didn't realize there was anything like that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's why your times where everybody's like, 250 times are faster this I and know, that. I know, like, right? You want to see the track we're riding? It's it's insane. Yeah, uh,
0: no, it, it really does make a huge difference. Uh, Alex Martin uh, was in a C practice to start the year last year, and he was like, oh, my God. He goes, exactly. It's yeah. it's unbelievable, you know? And you're trying to trying to put it in the fast forty or, or do even better from there. So mm-hmm. um yeah, it's uh, it's tough. Is there one guy that you always find yourself racing with? Somebody like you're always like, Oh, this guy again.
1: Uh in the main in the night show it always seems like me and Greco are battling yeah. somehow. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, it's, it's he, he this year he's been qualified and dang good, but uh yeah, we'll be uh We'll be battling, man, it seems like I'll get him everywhere and he'll just, he goes about as fast as Craig through the whoops. Yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating, but he's awesome. We, we hang out about every week and, uh, yep. yeah, he's, yeah, me and, uh, me and him, you know, Greco's,
0: a, Greco's friends, a character. He's a character. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, man. Well, Hey, uh, thanks for the time. I don't know. Did I leave anything out? Did anything else uh, that you want to talk about that I forget to ask a vital question here?
1: I don't I don't think so, I think uh okay, I think we're we're good. I appreciate you uh letting me on here and get yeah. a little bit of a name out there a little bit, and I'm excited for the race this weekend again, so maybe we can get the the purse money up a little bit more from last year, and uh, there you
0: go, uh, at least,
1: uh maybe it won't be a dust storm and a windstorm this time we <laughs> can. Get it done this weekend yeah so. you
0: guys are actually going to get a practice each divided up and you're going to get parade lap and and 20, 10 minute race and hopefully some track prep and yeah so i think yeah. it's going to be a little little better run this year but um no thanks for the time i really appreciate it uh good luck with everything i'm glad we got you in the race uh you're one of the guys that you know this race is for a guy who's going to the races and yep. he's lining up and you know you need some extra money you're, you're a perfect candidate to to, to race this This race in my eyes and that's why we had to get you in so uh, thanks for the time on the fxr racing race tech suspension privateer island life man thank you
1: awesome thanks for having me
0: all right next up on the fxr racing race tech suspension privateer island life uh, a guy that i don't know much about but i was actually pretty pissed off at him uh in nashville we'll get to that in a second but uh he's making his first 250 supercross main event of his career garrett hoffman what's up man how are you good how are you i'm good thanks for doing this when i say pissed off it's because in public fantasy which is a really stupid game i had Uh tj albright oh he
2: got fifth didn't he
0: he did he got fifth Uh yeah (laughs) yeah so you know i was but so honestly i was watching you and i i've seen your name out there and i've seen you race the last few weeks and i was like oh well i don't know this kid but and dude you were flawless you didn't you, you rode great so um when you're in that position, when you're the last spot in the LCQ and it's your first main, like what goes through your head?
2: Well, I I wish I would have known I was in fourth. I was very confident about it because I would have, I don't know, I would have went for a massive celebration of the finish line. But, um, dude, my, my knees were shaking. I'm not going to lie. All I kept <laughs> telling myself was just, you know, hit your marks. Don't, don't look behind you. Don't yeah. worry about that guy. Just, you know, try and ride your own race and put the laps in this five, six, slab sprint at the most so yeah um yeah no i just try to try to stay calm once i knew i had a little bit of a gap i uh just try not to crash honestly yeah. try yeah. to get the whoops and, and <laughs> squeeze and everything and, and not throw it away
0: yeah well when, when you said you didn't know you were in fourth or what what do you mean
2: so i got a good start i thought i, I honestly thought i had the whole shot but i saw a on my left hand side i saw yeah. a white fender come in mm-hmm and so I was in second, and then uh, Miller got by me, and then Hicks got – or, yeah, Miller, Hicks, and then Talon. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I think I'm in fourth. I think I'm in fourth. But in my head, I'm like, if you put out this massive section, okay. and that TV is on you, and you're in fifth place, <laughs> and they're talking about the transfer position, got it. you were going to look like an absolute idiot. So – um yeah, no, but when I turned around and looked at the poll, I counted yeah. one, two, three, four, and
0: I was, okay. I was stoked. Wow. I wasn't, but congrats to you. Uh <laughs> <No>. well, <laughs> no, thank you. That's, that's great, man. That's awesome. So you rode Atlanta and you rode New York, right? Yes. And any other ones, or was that it?
2: So I did, I did, I think, six. I got round one. I did Houston. I did okay. Tampa. I missed the round after Tampa, which I think was a triple crown. Yeah. Um, I missed that because I got... I don't know if you want... I mean, it was kind of a toss. I got a cross jump in the LCQ at Tampa and kind of, like, hit my leg. And I already had a previous injury, so I broke my tip fib 18 months ago and had okay. a rod with four screws in there. So it just aggravated it. So I didn't race the next round, but um, I did all the rest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, I mean, it seemed to go good. I, I made every show and just was really trying to put it into the main every round. But thankfully, I put it in for the last one.
0: Yeah, uh, for yeah. at least. Right, exa- exactly right. Like, it would have... It would have sucked to have gone through them and not made a main. Um, honestly, yeah, I, I, very... I noticed you at Atlanta. Maybe were you the one of the faster guys in your practices or something? Or I don't quite. Remember, yeah, I think yeah.
2: I, I think I maybe qualified out of the B group, third or fourth, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I first noticed you, and uh, and then was like, oh, okay, this kid, and then and then yeah, in the LCQ this weekend, of course. Uh, and dude, honestly, Nashville was gnarly. I went around and talked to a bunch of riders after the race, and I was there, obviously, and. It was not a track that was easy, that that, that Dragon's Back with the curb and the whoops uh, and the yeah, ruts dude. that were there. Like, it was pretty tough.
2: I was I was really surprised at how the track was after. Qual- so qualifying, uh, we, we did track walk on Friday, and you know, it was really dry. Mm-hmm. After we got all that rain, it was dry. Saturday came around, they flooded it, you know, tried to keep yep. up, and they, they did a good job. But I don't know what it was. I watched um, – I was heat too. And, and during my heat, I mean, there was barely any ruts. All I had was, you know, seven, eight minutes on the track before mm-hmm. me, I was already getting pulled left and right. And <laughs> I went back to the, I went back to the TBJ tent and was watching it on the big screen. And that's when everyone started crashing through the rhythms in the 450 class. So I was <laughs> right. like, dude, the track is already getting hammered. You better get your head right for this LCQ Cause you got to get a good start.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, really? Right. Yeah, no,
2: it wasn't, it wasn't easy at all. I mean, that dragon's back was pretty tricky. You, I mean, you, you caught me jumping that thing for sure
0: yeah it dude so, uh, listen uh uh yeah you you and everybody else right um right it, it was sketchy um so i had the main goal for you got 20th uh did you just concentrate on making doing the laps and, and getting some points
2: yeah so i i um to be honest i mean after i so i got food poisoning on tuesday my mom you know packed my lunch i, I ride at 83 compound date city okay and i uh she made me a ham and cheese sandwich, a little bit of lettuce on there, and the ham had to be three weeks old from when we came back from Come New on, Jersey. Mom. Come on, mom. Come on, dude. I'm not kidding. I started. I threw up Thursday night in the, um, or Tuesday night in the Wednesday. I didn't ride any time after Tuesday. I got one day, and I didn't get pressed on Friday. So I was like, all right, you know, whatever. But by the time I spent all that energy in the LCQ, by the main, I was cooked. I mean, I, I tried to get a good start. I was all the way outside. Didn't mm-hmm. get a great start. Made my way up the twentieth and honestly just that's pretty much all i had in me (laughs) yeah really right i mean dude it was it was it was good to know i mean those guys you see how fast they go on tv it's a different standpoint when you're actually racing with them they're they're shredding so yeah Yeah. it was good to get out there get the exposure with them and and ride on that that beat to death like how it was for the main event
0: yeah are you making it up to slc or too far
2: i am not no so i have a i have that I have four screws and a rod in my leg. Yeah. I'm going to take outdoors off, and I'm going to get that out. So, oh, okay. I want to try. I want to possibly try to leave the rod in. So then, if I just get the screws, I'll be on the bike in a week and a half. They said. So, hopefully, I can make my home race Buds Creek because I mean that's always a good one. I love that place.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you. You you got points there last year. Um, did really right. well. So that yeah, that's your place. Uh, you got to get back by then. Yeah, that, right, know, dude, that's awesome. it's saying. late. It's late. You'll be fine. You're just getting a screw Yeah, I should be alright. Um, right. Well. Since you're not going to SLC, yeah, what a what a nice way to end Supercross for you to make your first main. That that's great. Um and like I said, it would have made it all worthwhile, right? Uh, um to 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 right. put the effort in and, and to grow from there. Curious though, like um you hadn't done supercross before, really, right? So
2: no, so I did it I did it in twenty twenty when we spent those three weeks in Atlanta. Okay, I, think I made pretty sure that year I only made two night shows or maybe I think I made three night shows. Two of them were legit, one I got in as an alternate. Um, and then the following year, Amart was still training at sandbox and I was training there and
0: uh-huh.
2: I felt really, I felt really good. Like he was working with me a little bit, you know, with my mm-hmm. will confidence and everything. And then tragic thing. I broke my leg. So then I, that season was done and I came back for outdoors that year. And then, so this was really those six races I did were this, I think a total of eight supercross races I've
0: had. <laughs> and there were six so, of them this year. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Alex texted me about you trying to, uh, see if there was a spot in our race, which there wasn't, unfortunately, for you. But you do use troll training, um, like A Ray and Harlan and some other guys. How's it working for you? I think, I mean, it seems like if you're motivated, if you're, you know, able to do it yourself, it seems like they, they can really help you out.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, troll, troll's a good dude. I've known him for a little bit and he's, uh, he's just, I don't know. He's a good dude. He, he um, I started using him, started working with Troll after, I think, maybe a month into the season. It was kind of late because mm-hmm. my dad was doing his own deal. He was—he used to be a bodybuilder, so he was trying to get me like
0: all, He was all yoked he, up. He, dude, I, <laughs> I mean, he knew
2: what, what to tell me, but it was a little bit different from structured motocross fitness. And, yeah, we um, we started working together, started going good, got on training peaks with him and him and John Westling. And, dude, I, I really enjoy it. He's very – very aware and on top of it, he's always making me check my watch because mine doesn't upload immediately. He's always texting me, Gary, get up, get your watch. I can't see it. I'm like, I promise you, I'm doing it, yeah, man. I'm doing calm it.
0: down, right?
2: But yeah, no, he's a uh, he's a good dude. I I really enjoyed this year. I I plan to stay with him for as long as I keep racing dirt bikes. Yeah,
0: um, and, So, and, yeah, and, I mean, you just got to be self motivated, don't you?
2: Oh, one thousand yeah, percent. Yeah, I got me and um me and Chase Sexton are really good friends, and he always says like. <laughs> A year before, when I didn't work with Troll, he would be like, "Hey, you do your bike ride this morning?" I'm like, "Yeah, I did it." He'd always think I'm lying. He'd be like, "Yeah, yeah it's BS.
0: You're, <laughs>
2: you're lying." Now he's now he's saying, "Well, yeah, you got Amar looking over your shoulder, so I know for a fact you're doing it."
0: Yeah, you got to do it, right? And, and otherwise, you're just wasting your money and you're wasting everybody's time. So, uh, oh yeah, pretty yeah. much. Harlan's a big believer in it. You know, it's really he's had a great year. Obviously, got hurt, uh, but he's had a great year, and he yeah, he really helps. John, he really credits John and Alex for kind of helping him out. So it's it's a unique deal for sure. Yeah, it is. Um, you you train with Ronnie Tischner. You still doing that?
2: I do. Yeah, he's uh, he's still working with me. He this was supposed to be his last year, and then I guess me making the main event made him bite a bug because he's he's like, I want to be there for boot camp next year. I want to be working with you. I said, all right,
0: sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I heard uh, he, I heard he's gonna move to an island or something. Somebody told me he's moving to some island to be by himself or something i don't know
2: yeah he's supposed to move to panama his dad owns a house there
0: oh okay all right well that makes sense um yeah uh, i'm i'm good friends with rt uh tishner he's a good guy he's really smart he's one of the most underrated factory riders from back in the day he had a, a lot of great results on a not great team um and he's a smart dude isn't he
2: very smart yeah he i always tell my dad dude he can pick out if i my toenails hanging over the wrong direction like he's very he's very anal about it he's He's really good at his job, and he's very passionate about it, too.
0: So you're from Maryland. How do you end up uh, riding the 83 Compound and end up in Claremont and all of that, just because of the, the moto factor?
2: Um. Yeah, so actually is Jason Baker, who yep. owns Moto Sandbox, was Ronnie's brother-in-law, I'm pretty sure. Was he? And so notice. when okay. I was on yeah. – yeah, so I didn't uh, – I didn't get hooked up with him until I think I was my first Chippity B year. I was on Suzuki still, and um, you know he made a call to Jason. He got me in there. So then that's how I got hooked up with Chase, AC, and A Mart, and all those guys. And um, then I just I left. I went to 83. Went to 83 probably two years ago. Trained there, and honestly, if, if I'm being 100% honest with you, mm-hmm. I truly just I truly just wasn't fast enough there. Like, okay. <laughs> I didn't I. The tracks were a little bit above my skill level. Yeah. I was on Supercross my first year. I was scared of the whoops, and they were massive. Brad at 402 builds. Like, really good race replica whoops. And I was, dude, I was terrified. hmm <laughs> So, I went back to Sandbox where I was comfortable. And then um, I just recently moved back to 83 where with the Lawrence Brothers now owning it. And, dude, it's it's wonderful. I, I
0: love it there. Yeah, you've been around these guys. You've seen, I always think, like, obviously, look, it's not cheap to do Sandbox and, and 83 and all that. Um, but you really do. It's in front of you, what those guys do week to week, where they're fast, what they're doing. Sure. Are their bikes better? Yes. Are their programs a little better? Yes, because financially they're better, but it is all right in front of you on how hard you need to work.
2: Yeah. 1000%. I, I would totally agree with that. I mean, you can be, there's, there's times where I can get down to, you know, four seconds, within four seconds of those guys at the practice track, but I go to the race and I'm, Seven, eight. I'm like, it's yeah. not that they're going that much faster, which I'm sure they are, but I'm going that much slower. Like, I need to, I need to be able to transfer it and, and watch them throughout the week and figure out what they're doing and how they transfer it over to the weekends because they don't miss a beat on the weekends. They're shredding no uh, matter what.
0: I think it's uh, it's an ability to adapt to uh, new tracks, right, and figure figure ry- rhythms out and all of that. That that right. really makes well, those guys good. I mean, I I was a mechanic for a while at Yamaha, and like <laughs> Red Dog and Villaman would be the same. Speed is Chad on a Wednesday or faster, mm-hmm. and then we'd show up at a race in Pontiac or wherever, and Chad was two seconds faster. You know, just the elite guys yeah. are special, right? So,
2: oh, for sure, yeah. They got they got a lot of um. I mean, even experience comes in, into play for that for sure. With me being not in the Supercross game for very long, but yeah.
0: Um, the yeah. we had Chiz on our show pop show Monday, and he talked about how depressing it used to be riding with Chase, because uh, even he's faster <laughs> than Kenny. Um, when you rode with Chase, was the same deal where you're just like, "Oh my God, this guy just makes me sick."
2: Yeah, one thousand percent. I'm now experiencing that with Jet every day because (laughs) me and Ronnie will look at me and say, "You know, you gotta, you you know, make your transition shorter. You got to shorten your transition. You got to land off the jump, break quick, leg out, like you you need to shorten that up." Like, all right, yeah, sounds good. And he he points at Jet while he goes around the corner. He goes. Dude, it's that easy. I said it's that easy. The guy's just unbelievable on a dirt bike.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm now experiencing that with with Chase especially. He's just so smooth, and Jet has, I think, a similar riding style to him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, dude, it's frustrating. It's yeah. I don't know how they do it, and make it look so easy and effortless. But you know, damn, they're
0: good. A big thing for that I think is 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 staying low in the rhythms and absorbing the bike with your legs and not popping up yeah. in rhythms. And that is so hard physically to do. It's yeah, for sure. insane. And it's something that those guys do. They just soak up the jumps and scrub the rhythms, stay low, get to the ground. And when you do that for 20 minutes, dude, you're exhausted, you know?
2: Yeah, for sure. I always hear Chase say my legs are tired, you know, certain days, certain aren't. I told him, because I asked him about that, you know, that mm-hmm. is a big, that's one of my weaknesses. I, I can't really push through the rhythms as good as everybody else. And he looked at me and said, well... Buddy, you're uh, five seven, maybe on a good day,
0: so that's not really gonna help you. Out. <laughs> no, it's that's, so. that's a great point. It's a great point. Uh-huh. Uh FXR Racing and Race Tech Suspension bringing you Garrett Hoffman on the uh, Privateer Island Show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, so you're from Maryland. Um, Buds Creek is your place. Obviously, it's your jam. And I kind of like whether it's Runkles or Rod Bell and uh, steppic There's uh, yep. another couple guys. Yourself, like dude, it's pretty stacked. Little uh. Group of guys coming out of Maryland these days.
2: Yeah, Maryland's got a got a decent amount of talent. We got um, you know, Rogers is really good here, and and dude, we ride Buzz Creek all the time. Well, mostly I'm in Florida, but yeah. These Maryland guys they train at Buds Creek throughout the week and they show up on the national day and they're ready to eat. Like they they don't they're, <laughs> they're on their stomping grounds. They don't yeah. care.
0: Yeah, Rod Bell, yeah, Rod no, Bell just a, crushing it at, at uh at Buds oh all my the God, time. Dude.
2: <laughs> the guy's on a sight lap and apps cranks it right over pit side over the finish line. <laughs> he's Rodbell's really good. He's he's a good dude.
0: Yeah, he's really hey, Rod Bell's talented too. Like I think anyway, he is. as a rider. Like he's very talented, yeah.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent.
0: So growing up there, um, that's that's your that's where you came from, uh Maryland the whole time?
2: Yep, I'm yep. from uh it's a little place in Harford County called Whiteford, Maryland. It's kind of it's right it's pretty north. It's two and a half hours north of um Buds Creek, okay. forty five minutes north of Baltimore. So I'm yep. right on the Pennsylvania line. I'm out here in the boonies, I have a backyard track. Um yeah, that's pretty much grew up riding here, happy ramblers. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a place called Pagoda in PA. It's a really good place okay. right there, Bud's Creek. And, uh, yeah, just got into it. My brother, he always raced. We had PW50s and stuff when I started on and went mm-hmm. to Loretta's in 2009. And then after that, I was I was ready to go. I just That's all I wanted to do.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so you've definitely progressed pretty quickly uh, from there. Huh? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you more, like, obviously your results, I mean, Take away buds because that's your home track. You got a million laps on it, but you've had some other good solid outdoor results. Are you more of an outdoor guy than an indoor guy?
2: I would say so talent wise, because I never had that much experience with supercross. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't think anybody really enjoys the suffer and the grind of outdoors doing two thirties or even three thirties during the week, but I truly do enjoy outdoors more. I like Ronnie's always maybe technical, so I like picking the front wheel up, like jumping breaking bumps and stuff. I think I find a lot of joy in that. So Mm -hmm i would i would say so for sure uh
0: why yamaha for you was it a dealership or support or why 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 blue crew
2: um so i've been on yamaha for since 2020 okay and i get i get pretty good deals at a place in pa called five star power sports so they've been helping me still but honestly we finally got the bikes figured out to where they're good like i've been getting really good starts um we have a good engine package this year. I just don't want to give it up yet. I think I think my motors are pretty solid to where mm-hmm. they put out a decent amount of HP. But
0: yeah, yeah, um, it's uh, a great prop. It's a great platform stock.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like maybe the contingency isn't all that great, but right. I mean, I do. I just looked at Kawasaki contingency. It is ridiculous.
0: It is. They they. That's why the 450 class is all full of Cowies. Yeah.
2: Right, yeah, I was I was talking to my dad. I said, "Dude, we might need to get on that." <laughs> man, that sounds but, pretty advertising.
0: Hey, Blue Crew Motors, pretty good though, dude. Yeah, it is.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't. I I don't want to shoot myself in the foot, but yeah, I I love my Yamaha motors, dude. They're good.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's that's definitely something that they have. But yeah, you got to make money. That's the name of the game, also, right? So, did your dad race and ride? Is that how he got you into it?
2: He did. He was. uh he was four growing up and he would link three, four chains together and put a bunch of master links and go in the front yard. So he was a little squirrely with it, but, um, yeah. So my dad rode, I have four brothers, um, the youngest. So the, my oldest one, she's 30 years old. He started riding, rode a buds and everything. That's how we all got into it. But, um, yeah, dude, it was, I I don't think my dad did anything too crazy. He never really raced all that much. I I would like to call him a cornfield bandit, but he, uh, (laughs) He he did get us all into it, which I I greatly appreciate because I don't know what I'd be doing without it.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, that's awesome. Uh, good to good to know. And yeah, it's all part of growing up and parents getting us into this thing. I think I'm the same way, right? My dad rode and got me on a bike, and and that's it. That's how it works. So right. Um. So when you're at, I'm interested. So when you're at a place like 83 Compound or Sandbox or whatever, I know how it works from over the days of of me being a mechanic and being there. Do 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 they send you out with? Like, are you going first and then the Lawrences are going last and the other guys are in between there, uh, Max Miller and, the, and and Geisler and these guys, or, or at Se- Sandbox, or do you ride at separate times? How does it work on a practice day when you're riding with these, like literally riding with the best riders in the world?
2: So Burner has those guys, Lawrence, Hymas, and um, had Jonah before he got hurt at, uh, I believe, Atlanta. But he's got them to where we we all ride together. He, you okay. know, more bikes on the track at the same time, the better. You know, they work on passing us. I mean, yes, in the 15 lapper, they're gonna they're gonna pass you, they're gonna catch you. So, just, he, you know, Dazzy always tells us, just hold your line. They'll get around you. It's good for those boys.
0: So, yep. you know practice yep. lappers. Yep. Okay, so so the goal then for you is uh, on a on a week night is just hold them back as long as you can.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Just yeah. try and, and when they do pass you, latch on and try and learn something for the, you know, corner that you can hang with them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and does it work? It does. Yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, if you, I look at where, um, obviously, I'm not doing it near as good, but yeah, if we go over a supercross triple, you know, I'm right on Jet's wheel from him passing me. Obviously, um, I just try and break the same part he breaks, or if mm-hmm. he even breaks at all, I'll just get off my brakes and have that rolling speed, and you you can learn a lot from them. If I'm not if I don't ride and they're riding on a Wednesday, say I cycle, I'll still go out to the track and get the notepad out and just, observe, you know, have yeah. observations
0: to yeah. learn. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's exactly what you can do. And obviously off-the-bike stuff, a road bike is your big thing?
2: Yeah, I haven't been able to run, run because of the, the screws in my knee. Yeah, I can't do anything cross-training besides just be in the gym and cycle. So me, Ken, Chase, and Dina, we'll all get on a cycle. It's usually Wednesdays and Saturdays if we're not racing, but – um, yeah, I can't really do much as cross train just because of the hardware in my leg.
0: Right, right. So let me ask you some important questions about Buds Creek. Which which direction is it better? Uh,
2: I want I want to say I want to say the way we raced it last year.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's been the way it's, it's been it for around. a few years. Yeah, I think it's been that way for a few years. So.
2: Yeah, I remember when they spun it around. I I wasn't pro yet, but I raced it as a local race, and they where Big Gulp was was just two big, massive wall jumps. And, um, which I didn't mind it. I was just waiting for some, some guy with a, some kahunas on him just to double it. But <laughs> I, I enjoyed that, you know, the, the track workers there, um, you know, when, when Beasley owned it and now his son owns it, he's, uh, I think they, they take a really good, good care of that place. I I enjoy the way it is now though. I think it flows a lot better to me.
0: I hate that start. I hate that hairpin start. It was put in for the motocross, the nations in 07. And it just, I just don't like it. It just screws you on the outside, you know?
2: Yeah. No, 100%. I liked the start. Do you remember when it was up top?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That one, when it was up top, it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. That one, uh, when it was up top, uh, I was working for Red Dog. That's when you won a moto in 450 class, beat Carmichael. So I'm always partial to that oh, one. Yeah. Do you, you're too young to remember the one on the far side, the uphill one, are you? No, I don't remember that one. Yeah. Over on the far side, like uh, where the tabletop is, um, there used to be straight up the hill. And that's where the start was. All the way to the other side of the track. Ow. Yeah. yeah i did not know that yeah yeah back in the day that was like uh from when the track started uh, going on from there um Hey, I don't know, before we get too far into this, I want to thank the folks at RoostMX, RoostMX.net. Use the code PulpNation to save uh, with those guys, whether it's pitch shirts, whether it's canopies, e-bike wraps, or, of course, uh, graphics and uh, custom number plates. RoostMX has a 48-hour turnaround. Use the code PulpNation to save. Uh, thank you to those guys. And, uh, yeah, they have a whole set Pulp uh, section on their website as well with tons of merch. Thank you to Zules Seat Concepts, Namira, Maxis, Firepower, and, of course, FXR. And uh, uh, race tech suspension, uh, Garrett. So uh, TPJ for you. Um, I did this podcast earlier with uh, Austin Kozad. He's also a TPJ guy. Uh, what's What's the best thing Ted Parks has said to you? God, did you write anything down? Some of these sayings?
2: No, I, I didn't write anything down. But he was uh, he was giving me some words of encouragement when we were down there. I made my first man. He came down to the line and
0: oh, that's awesome. All
2: he's, the, the one thing I, what he does say is. He loves paper plates. Whenever we cook food, he goes, man, that's the finest China in America right here. You get done and throw it right away. So he's, dude, he's just, he's a hoot. He's a good dude. He loves yeah. to help. And yeah. um, no, he does say some funny out-of-pocket dude. stuff at some I random know, times.
0: I told Kozad this. You got to write it down, please. You got to write this shit down. So, I know. So. Yeah, I got to remember some of this stuff. <laughs> uh, but what's it like doing that program? Obviously, like you wear Fly, that he helps you with that. I think he helps you, helps people with some few other sponsors and you can run some of your own stuff. But what's it like being part of the program for that?
2: it's good um jesse over at fly he he hooks us up every you know every round that he can i just got a text from him saying i saw like we we're going to be running uh limited stuff which mm-hmm. bums me out because i'm sure it's not gonna look fire but yeah no it's it's a good program he um you know you get you get some fuel get uh you know paper towels chemicals all, yeah. all that stuff um set up tear down you you send the bike i mean my dad elects to drive to all the rounds because he likes to have the camper there if it's absolutely downpouring or if it's freezing cold but without that i mean you can send the bike with them fly yeah. in, stay in the hotel and it, it makes it takes a lot of weight off of you if you don't want to drive it's it's a really good program i think for privateers
0: yeah i agree um, right like it, it's not cheap but at the same time think about the the time away from riding and practicing that you spend driving to the races and all of that so yeah i'm always interested in guys who choose to do that
2: yeah no i think it's i think it's a great help if we weren't drive, like for me i ride monday tuesday or at, so I'll fly and say I race. I'll take Monday off, ride Tuesday, Wednesday, and then fly out Thursday. And then usually Teddy has a good hook in getting me in early press. So I'll ride Friday too. Okay. Um, which that's also a big plus. He knows a lot of people. He's yep. Tight with Sean Brennan, I'm pretty sure. And that's you know how we get into press the early. I don't. I don't care what time it is. As long if I can get on the track before Saturday, it's a plus. If I'm the test dummy, I, it doesn't matter to me. But
0: uh, so that um, so six a.m. You're you're good with that.
2: Oh yeah, I, dude! I remember one. Time, I remember one time we woke up at four forty-five. We're on the track at five fifteen. It was, it was brutal. But you know, I, I'm I'm fine with it.
0: Yeah, I I've done some of those as a mechanic, and you're just you're still sleeping, and the guys are airing out triples. So
2: mm-hmm. you know, yeah, my mechanic wasn't very stoked. He was he was not stoked about that.
0: Who is your mechanic?
2: So I have a mechanic. Um, his name is Blake. He he works back in. He works at eighty-three. He's got a stall set up and everything. He's okay. originally from. Uh, Indianapolis okay. and he was race yeah he came out of the the pro MSSX oh uh, Scotty
0: school, uh Buckles yeah Western Scotty, Scotty yeah, um, Scot- uh what the hell is Scott last name Scotty's last name god damn it Atkins I'm
2: Atkins, Atkins, Atkins right? that's it
0: yeah Scotty Atkins yeah
2: yeah,
0: uh, yeah so we okay. uh,
2: he came out of there he, you know when they come out of there they're they're a little green obviously they just got out of school but I mean for the most part you can tell that dude that Tear the engine apart, put the bolts in a bucket, and, and split the cases, and you will be able to put it right back together. It's they're oh, awesome. really inclined with interior work.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's great. Yeah, that that, that helps a lot. Probably gives you some confidence, right? That that it. Oh, uh, for sure. Everything's going to hold together. <laughs> so. Yep. Uh, so okay. So you, when are you getting the screws out? When's that happening?
2: So I have a consultation on Friday. This Friday at uh, twelve o'clock, I'm gonna go see what he wants to do because. I called him and, and I called the doctor, and he said, uh, you know, last time I was in there, he wanted to keep the hardware in for a year. Okay. I'm like, All right, yeah, no, that's a problem. It's been past that. So then I give I give him a ring, and he says, I'd like to keep it in there for two years just oh. to be safe. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick his brain a little bit. Hopefully, I can just get the screws out, you know, and not get the rod out if that's what he's worried about, because I'm pretty sure you you take the rod out, they'll you're no weight bearing for a month, month and a half, uh-huh. which. I mean, I have the downtime if I'm not going to race outdoors and get ready for Supercross, but I'd rather not if I don't need to. Yep. Um, so if I just get the screws out, you know, that's that's probably fine. Yeah. Date.
0: Well, you got to get ready for buds, dude. You got to be ready for buds.
2: I know that's my place. How, I got to go.
0: <laughs> however, that happens. Hey, before we uh, did this pod, before I called you, you said you had to be. Uh, you were done at work. What? Uh, what do you? What do you end up doing?
2: So my dad owns a. Uh, general he's a general contractor so he enters his own business so oh, okay he I, I drove home i drove from florida to maryland on monday morning i left at 3 a.m and got home at i believe like 7 45 at night which was perfect like you know it's all-day trip but you get home pretty good and i get home and he goes hey i need you to go to work tomorrow i'm like huh <laughs> he goes he goes yeah he goes you know you got to go to work tomorrow i'm like all right you know sounds good which which is fine i'm gonna I'm gonna end up training some kids in my backyard track. I have okay. a you know, release and everything in my sign, so I'm gonna make some money that way. But in the meantime, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm very um, money driven now that we're not making money on Saturday nights. But yeah, pretty much today I just did a lot of caulking, um, scraped a lot of epoxy off, oh, hung shit. some doors. Look
0: at you. Stuff like wow. that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, dude, we we were getting after it day one on the job, and I'm I'm already ready.
0: So. You're like, bro, can I celebrate yeah, my I, first main event? Can I celebrate my first? No, I can't. No I kidding. Just, <laughs> I, I just got to go to work.
2: <laughs> yeah, I told him. I said, man, what happened to the the whole? You know, I'm gonna give you a couple of weeks. You know, a day to decompress. He goes, Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. You got to go to work tomorrow. Uh-oh. I said, all right, that's that's fine.
0: Yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. Listen, man, uh, thanks for the time. Uh, I'm not mad at you, although I am still mad at you, but uh, you got in ahead of Albright. But, no, congrats on the first main event. That's awesome. Uh, you've, been, you've been close a number of times. And uh, outdoors, let's, let's hope you get rolling for that, man. I, I appreciate the time. Tell Tishner I said hi, too. Great dude. And uh, thanks, Garrett.
2: Yeah, no problem. Thank you very much for having me.
0: All right. See you, man. See you, man. Thanks again to uh, Garrett Hoffman and Austin Kozad. Thank you, FXR, Race Tech, and everybody else supporting the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. See you next week.